0: What's are going to going.
1: to do? With the first pick in the 2008 WNBA draft, the Los Angeles Sparks select Candace Parker. The first pick in the 2011 WNBA draft, the Minnesota Lynx select Maya Moore from the University of Connecticut.
0: everybody welcome back to another episode of rebel edition our bi-weekly w podcast brought to you by avipass and sports ethos i'm your host for this one bailey with me is just carissa as Corey is off doing wedding festivities this weekend carissa how are you
1: i'm good how are you
0: i'm here (laughs) i know i say that like every time but it's always true i'm just kind of here Today, we're going a little bit off of our usual path. We're not going to be recapping the week as much. We're going to try to shift our focus on our second pods to a little more centric uh, topic, centric one topic focus type thing, kind of get away from just having filler content and bring more quality discussions. So today, we are going to talk about Ryan Howard, the one and the only Ryan Howard. Last night, I was at the Dream Game, and Ryan put up 19 points on perfect shooting in the first half. It was an incredible display of her talent and ability, both as a shooter and as a scorer, but also just kind of as an overall player because she added rebounds and assists as well and was playing great defense. And it got me thinking, I was thinking specifically as a shooter, She's already I posted on Twitter, I said she's already a top what shooter in the league. And you know, it caused a little bit of discussion on Twitter, but one of my friends said she might already be a top fifteen player in the league. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that, Chris. Are you are you ready? Are you ready to talk about this? <laughs>
1: I'm ready.
0: All right, so so what are your thoughts on Ryan so far? The dream have played six games. they are four and two, largely due to her contributions to the team. Is she ahead of schedule to you? Is she everything you thought she would be? Wheres she at in terms of what you thought she would be coming into the draft? and what do you think her ceiling is at this point? First, the
1: dream should be five and one. Uh, they should have won last night. But, yeah, it is It is uh, largely in part to her performance. And as far as if she's where I thought she would be, I thought she would be good. I thought she would be great, actually. But not this great. Not this early. Like, I feel like she's been playing a whole season, and it's only been, like you said, six games. Yep. And it's just crazy to me. And really, I know we're talking about Ryan, but really it's just the whole class has surpassed my expectations.
0: Yeah, I agree. We all knew that this draft was a little top-heavy. It was like the first three, you know, Ryan, Melissa, Shakira, and then everyone else. But we've gotten more contributions from the everyone else Mm
1: -hmm. than
0: I thought early, but... To focus on Ryan, she's currently the only player in the league averaging over 20 points a game. She is doing it on 44, 47, 81 shooting splits and adding a little over four rebounds and just over two assists with a steal and a half and a block per game. Only one turnover and two fouls. That's an incredible stat line. And, again, it's a small sample size through six, but that is special. I mean, there's no other way to look at it. I've talked to about it. We talked about it a bit on our last pod. If I remember, she's the best rookie since insert player here, and I've been thinking on that a little bit more. And I, I'm willing to say upon further reflection – Best rookie since Maya Moore. Okay. I know, I know you said Candace last time, but I'm gonna have to go with Maya. Um, I know Asia put up like twenty and seven. Fee had a great rookie year, Stewie had a great rookie year, but so far she's she's moving very differently compared mm-hmm. to those, and it and I know the stats may may stack up or line up, but to me it's just there's the eye test and the stats and it's just it's just she's just different like i i watch her play and she's just so pro ready in every aspect on defense on offense the way she navigates the way she moves on the floor just phenomenal i mean i've been to all the dream home games and you get to see it live and you see her you know, just the way she moves and the way she flows, and just has that that aura about her that like she's just the truth. I mean, it just is what it is. I don't I don't know how else to put it. Mm-hmm. And one of them, I I would say she's. I've been. I I don't want to say the most because I. Would probably have to go back in my memory banks a little bit, but she is one of the most league ready rookies I've seen in my time watching the W. Like day one was just ready to go. Ready. And yeah. you know, she's out here setting history. Uh last night she put 21 points on the board, and that put her to 123 through her first six games. And that's the most by a player in dream history through their first six, passing Kennedy Carter's 122. And then she hit four threes, which brought her up to 21 through her first six games. And only Ruthie Bolton had more through her first six career games in W history. So she's already off to a historic start. Crazy. So that brings me to our next part. Her 47% from the three point line is good for 20th in the league. But if you look at players that have shot, we'll use 20 as the volume. She is third behind only Lexi Brown, who's 11 for 20, and Alicia Gray, who's 11 for 23. By comparison, Ryan has hit both of them combined pretty much. he's 21 for 45. Like – Of anybody in the top thirty, only one other player, oh, two other players, pardon me, have shot over thirty, and that's Kelsey Mitchell and Kelsey Plum. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, what range of a shooter is Ryan Howard in this league right now?
1: Like what? Our ranker?
0: Yeah, like is she is she is she a top three shooter? Is she a top? five shooter a top 10 shooter
1: oh definitely not top 10 um I say i say top five
0: which for by default means she is top 10 for what it's worth
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no I I would agree with that right now I mean obviously we haven't seen much of Allie Quigley yet She's one of the better shooters. Sammy Whitcomb, you know, comes to mind. She's been kind of quiet. Mm
1: -hmm. There are
0: other players who may rise and, you know, shift around. But as of right now, I'm very, very inclined to agree with you. I can't think of (laughs) a lot of people, excuse me, a lot of people I would take over her as a shooter.
1: Ooh, I'll take right now. I'll take Epiphany Prince. Can't miss right now.
0: Epiphany Prince, she is seven of ten on the season. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you get you get low volume
1: mm-hmm. or
0: lower volume, but you get efficiency. You know, I look at like so I have I have the the leaders sorted by three point percentage. Rashanda Gray is leading the league at one for one. <laughs> but like I said, if you look at significant volume and if you use twenty as the cutoff, like Lexi Brown's eleven for twenty, and she's been shooting the ball very well and very confidently. Alicia Gray's eleven for twenty three, and then you have Ryan at twenty one of forty five. Like, that's a ridiculous, ridiculous number through your first six games. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I'll agree with you on that. And then to take it one step further, where do you think she is in the league as an overall player at this current moment? Not even just as a rookie, just as an overall yeah. player.
1: I'll say mm, I really got to count the people I, I I would think to put above her. Okay. Before I say it. So
0: let's see who you got.
1: Candace, of course. Okay. Brian Stewart. Let's see Asia, Kelsey Plum. Tiffany Mitchell, maybe.
0: You mean Kelsey Mitchell?
1: Yes, Kelsey Mitchell. I guess I would say top ten.
0: So off the top of my head, I'm gonna go give me above Ryan Howard right now. Give me Stewie, who has played really well, better than I thought she was going to. I doubted her, I'll admit it. You did? I did very loudly, and I was wrong, but I'm okay with that. Give me Syl, mm-hmm.
1: and, and
0: these are these are not in any order. These are just people I'm putting above Ryan right now. Um, give me. I I I know Corey's not here, but I think Alyssa Thomas is probably playing right about yeah. the same level as her, um, maybe slightly above. Give me give me Plum. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, I know the stats look good for Arike, but, like, Arike doesn't have the full. She doesn't do it for you. <laughs> yeah, no, she doesn't do it for me. <laughs> um, Jackie Young's off to a good start, but I don't know if.
1: I would put you- her above Ryan. You would? No, I'm saying like she's off to a good start, but I wouldn't put her above.
0: Yeah, I don't think I would either. Um, Edd, I think I, I think I think it's right to put her back above because when she's playing, she's back to her normal self. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like oh,
1: Natasha Cloud.
0: I don't know if I put Tosh over Ryan. I think I think okay. they're I think they're in that same tier. I think like the next tier starts with like Ryan. Kelsey, Jewel, Mm NECA, Skyler. Like, those are all the people that come to mind next. So I think she's probably in the the middle of the top ten, like somewhere between six and eight, depending on who you ask and what they value. Mm -hmm. But for me, being that she's showcased such an all-around game already, and like I said, she only turns the ball over once, doesn't foul a lot, and is shooting efficiently, like I'd I'd be I'd put her in like top six right now personally, just off mm. the top of the head. Now, last night in the second half, the Mystics really made her work, and she struggled. She only had two points in the second half after 19 in the first. So you know there may be growing pains coming. Maybe the Mystics showed how you can go about defending her, but also when you think about it, if you consider Ryan a two or a three, depending on the lineup around her, how many like lockdown or great defenders are there? The two or three position in the W that aren't missed. Cause like I was thinking about it, the mystics were really well equipped to defend her. They had, Natasha Cloud, Ariel Atkins, Alicia Clark, um, Myesha Hines-Allen when she was in the game. Like, they had a a whole unit of defenders they could throw at Ryan and give her good looks and make her work. I can't think of many other teams Mm -hmm. that can throw that type of defensive looks at Ryan Howard. I mean, you think about the Sun and their endless length. You think about maybe think about maybe the aces with their different types of defenders. You get like Jackie who's very strong and you get the Erica with a little more length. You get, um, you know, whoever else they got out there. I'm blanking in the moment, but like they've got a handful of different looks they can throw in and then maybe maybe like a Seattle because their bigs are switchy in the pick and rolls. Outside of those teams, though, I don't really think anyone else has a great matchup or system. So I'm curious to see what some of these other teams do when they play her. But I, I maybe she doesn't stay at sixth, but I, I think she'll be firmly in the top, probably twelve to ten by the time the season's over with.
1: Yeah, and um. Weren't the Mystics the first team the double teamer
0: that I can recall? Yeah, they were. They were throwing everything at her.
1: So maybe other teams will take from that to see what it did. Because I mean, she has to adjust. What she can't just continue to have two points when a team decides to double team her.
0: Right, and then on top of that, like again, they had the the size to double team her, like. Mm-hmm. some of these double teams and she even got it through on some of theirs. Like she's so smart and plays with good game pace and is always looking around. Like she gets the passes off before the double team fully locks. And then also like she can just go over some double teams. Like if you throw a, I don't know, if you're playing the wings and you get an Arique Marina double team on Ryan Howard, like she's going to go over them because she's six foot two and every bit of six foot two. It's not even an exaggerated six foot two, Like she's every bit of it. And like I said, she's always looking, always observing. So to me, at this current moment, I can only think of a few teams that I think could really employ the same strategy that the Mystics did last night in in slowing her down. So we'll see kind of how that translates because we saw that a lot with Sabrina last year, the way teams Mm -hmm. played her. She's going to handle it. Right. And she's doing much better with that this year in her defense. But I think think Ryan is already just kind of more ready for that. And she's kind of showing that. But – I guess that kind of wraps up our discussion on Ryan. Did you have anyone else maybe you want to talk about surprises, letdowns, notable performances?
1: Um, yeah. Uh, Diamond looked like Diamond. She looked great the other night. Um, literally just gliding through the air, like doing what everybody knows she could do. So I hope that continues for the Mercury.
0: Okay. Okay. Shout out to Diamond. We're very pro diamond podcast here. <laughs> I want to give I don't want to say a shout out. I don't want to roast, but like my sparks. Mm. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, but last night against the storm, I haven't watched the game yet, but I looked at the box score. Liz had her best game, put up 25. NECA added, I think 2022. 20, so hopefully that's coming along better, you know, after the whole Derek Fisher fiasco the other night with that last second play, which still, I cannot wrap my head around what happened there. What he said and what we saw were not the same thing at all. They were not the same thing, but off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. And and all the players, all the players, just continue continue to say like, "We have a good group. We're locked in." Da 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 da. da. And I'm just like, "So then, what's the issue here? Because if you have if Neca and Liz give you 45, and Britt adds 10, Lexi adds eight on good shooting, and the bench adds 11." You put up 80 points. Like, that should win you a game. So, like, what's the mm-hmm. deal here? Um, I'm very curious to see what comes from there. But on the other hand, in this same game, she didn't shoot the ball particularly well. But Ezzie? Yes. She might be MIP this year. It's super early. But in Mercedes Russell's absence, she has stepped up and played phenomenal basketball. And mm-hmm. every game she has some sort of highlight that's just like who else can do that? So that's a quick update on my team, Corey's team, the Sun. <laughs> they're three and one. They beat the fever. Had six players in double figures. So they're they're doing what they do. I still think they're only a regular season team, but I digress but i think that probably wraps us up here unless you have something else you want to talk about before we go
1: um the only thing i can say is about your sparks when they played uh seattle that's the second game in a row where seattle has other teams come back that shouldn't have yeah so i I used to have taking their foot off the gas coasting i don't know
0: like, so I haven't watched it yet so I don't know what exactly happened but I know the sparks were down by 13 after one and I believe at some point in time the league got up to like 17
1: yeah it was a mess it, if, it did not look great at all
0: um and I one thing that's very interesting to me with the sparks that I'm planning to kind of write about at some point is the lack of spacing. It's still so bad. Like I wrote about it at the beginning of the year. Like it was one of my questions for the team coming in. And like last night they were three or 14 from deep. And those three threes were made by your center and forward. It was Liz and Nneka that were three of six collectively. Everybody else was what? Oh, for eight. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, the spacing is still bad. Lexi's been shooting the lights out, but she was over two last night. Um, Brit is more of a mid-range shooter. Jordan Canada is Jordan Canada. Like she's been playing great, but also she doesn't really add a lot of spacing. And then last night the bench was Katie Lou who was over 4, Jasmine Walker who was over 1, Olivia Nelson Adoda who is not a shooter from deep, and Kennedy who played 11 minutes but didn't shoot any threes. So I'm curious to see how the spacing develops for the team. I think that's going to be very important if they want to be a championship caliber team. And I mean, they have a handful of shooters. Like I know Jasmine Walker can shoot. I know Katie Lou can shoot it. No Lexi can shoot it. And I know our bigs can shoot it and Kennedy can shoot it, but she's got to get more minutes to get out there and shoot it. And we also just need to move the ball more to get the bigs or not the bigs, the uh, wings and guards open. And I think the lack of wings is coming back to haunt them too, but. There's just a lot. There's just a lot going on in LA right now. And I don't really know what to make of all of it quite yet. It's only six games. And I'm usually kind of a patient person. I don't like to jump to too many conclusions, um, even though I was very frustrated with that play call from Fish the other night. But these are questions that I had before the roster was even finalized. And they're still apparent. And it's something that's got to turn around if they're going to get where they want to go. like, only 14 three-point attempts to Seattle's 28. And Seattle only made eight of them, but he only made three. Yeah, 20, and tw- Liz
1: is three. She just threw it up because it was the end of the shot clock. And she banked it in almost from the logo.
0: <laughs> yeah, she hit two of them. That was one of them. I don't know when the other one was, but, like, Then you also have a 15 turnover, 16 assists to 27 assists, 10 turnover for the Storm. Like, Mm. it it definitely seems like a disjointed effort, and I'm curious to see how exactly it went down. I'm going to watch that after we get off of here, but definitely didn't sound like a good game off of the Twitter vibes. So – but anyways, I think I do think that wraps us up here now, for sure. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I'm good to go. All
0: right. Well, to those of you that have listened, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rebel Edition. We'll be back on Tuesday with all three of us. We'll be talking about kind of the recap of last week's games and other takeaways maybe the three of us have in a more – league-wide focus.